about my city. Oak Town. The city of Oak. Oak Town. Oh, don't you know? Oak Town. Do you know about my city? Oak Town. The city of Oak. The other day, I taught my kids what arm wrestling was, and we were, you know, like where we'd lie on the ground to arm wrestle, and then because they're tiny, you kind of have to like play easy, and then you almost let them win, and then you destroy them, and you almost like break their arm off. That's what the A's did to the Giants this weekend, multiple times, and it was really fun. It's like your younger sibling that you can just destroy, and you say, you know what, we're going to give you a bit of a lead. And then the A's come out and they take back the lead two nights in a row in incredible fashion. And then today they say, you know what, we don't have time for that. We're just going to whoop you from beginning to end. And they did. And it was a fantastic series where the A's swept the Giants. It felt great to go into San Francisco and come out as winners. Love it. Battle of the Bay hitting on all cylinders. The A's up and down the lineup, the pitching the fielding, the batting. It was amazing. Welcome to the A's of Diamonds. I am Luke. Ray, what's up? That was a fun series, huh? It was a fun series. It was a very stressful series a couple times. It was It was a little stressful. And it is kind of a bummer because those two, the first two games of the series, I uh, was kind of like busy during the game. And I had it on. It was on right and i was kind of keeping an eye on the game keeping an eye on the kids or dinner right we had some family over for dinner uh and so like i wasn't uh i feel bad i wasn't fully into it so like when i saw you know bases were loaded piscotti was coming up to bat the a's are down by four i thought yeah okay whatever like this game is gonna die out in a second um I'll, I'll, you know i'll turn it off in just a second hold on honey i'll turn it off in just a second the game's almost over Right, that was kind of like my attitude when Stephen Piscotty was walking up to the plate, and when he hit it, and I went crazy. My wife's like, "What? What? What?" She thought like I saw a snake in the room or something, you know. I was like, "Oh no, 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 it's fine." Piscotty just hit a grand slam to tie it. It was, it was pretty crazy. Um, unfortunately for me, I don't know if this happens to you, but I have um, MLB app notifications turned on for run scores. Yes. I need, to, I need to turn that off. I did turn it off this weekend because that Grand Slam by Piscotti was spoiled by my phone. Oh, I'm sitting there really? watching the game, and I got a notification, and I looked down. Piscotti, Grand Slam, run score, A's, <laughs> tie the game 7-7. And I was like, I mean, on one hand, so happy and excited, but on mm-hmm. the other hand, just like devastated that that it wasn't a surprise it wasn't going to be a surprise because then it was like okay i guess let me watch it happen and then he threw the pitch and it was a ball and i was like what the heck i'm that far behind the notifications how is that possible and so then he throws back the pitcher and then he throws another pitch and hey a grand slam and i was like oh my gosh yeah i uh i had a similar experience on the second night um so I have I have MLB at bat. That's where I that's where I watch the games. I'm out of market, right? So I get to watch the games on there. Um, and for some reason, every game is the same. Like about three hours into the game, which is usually around the eighth inning, it starts kind of like buffering. Uh-huh. And I have pretty good I have pretty good internet where I live, and uh, 
3G. It's the only time. It's the only. Yeah, it's the only time in the game that'll do it. But it does it from basically the eighth inning onto the end of the game, where it buffers every minute or so for five seconds. So I'm always behind, right? Um, during the second game, I got a text from our group text about you know baseball text of our other brother saying, "Holy crap!" I or whatever he said, "Holy crap!" I can't believe you did it again. And I was like, "Oh." Okay, so Ken is going to hit a home run Spoiler. here. Like, <laughs> uh, I was so bummed. I hate getting spoiled. I actually did. I went and turned off all those notifications. I, I'll i turn them on. It's good to have them on when I'm not watching the game. But when I'm watching the game, it's so stressful. Because like, if the mm-hmm. other team's batting and my phone buzzes, I'm just like, oh, crap. And then it's like, no, no, no. Someone just texted <laughs> you. And it's like, I don't know. Like You just don't know. Like It just feels like every every buzz on your phone is about the game. Yeah, I usually I have it turned on because most years I don't get to watch most of the games, yeah. right? Uh, during the summertime, we're out doing stuff a lot out in the backyard, out visiting family, whatever. This year hasn't been quite like that, right? Like I think I've watched every single A's game this year. Yeah, I have. Um, at least, at least some and, of them. Yeah. Yeah, and so I feel like I don't know. I I should turn it off because I am watching them. Yeah. Right. I usually have them on because I might not be there watching. Yep. <sighs> That's why I did it. I turned them off. So I'm, I'm free of the notifications. I'm just going to watch. That's good. And I'm going to watch a little bit delayed because for some reason that's what YouTube TV does. Um, and that's what I'm going to yeah, live with. Yeah, what the heck? But it's okay. It ha- I can pretend that it's live. Fortunately, it feels like everybody else is delayed too because I rarely get spoilers on twitter like refreshing twitter i almost yeah. never see spoilers yep. there every once in a while but almost never yeah absolutely okay so let's talk about some let's, of these games let's talk about yeah let's talk about the series how f- crazy was this huh it was definitely crazy game one i gotta say looked awful it really did um what's his name uh Widow. Yeah, he looked amazing, right? And I, of course, like he is a good pitcher, right? He is bound to have a great game every once in a while. I mean, he's not a horrible pitcher. He maybe, maybe he got off to a slow start this year, but like he's a good pitcher, right? Yep. And so, like, that's expected. It's like, yeah, Cueto could get to us. That's fine, right? Um, but man, I, the, the, the part that scared me was Lusardo. Didn't do great. No, it was definitely not a great start. Uh, Three and a third innings pitch. He gave up six earned runs. Yeah. Oh man. Um, What was his What was his problem though? What do you What do you chalk it up to? Because this is what this is kind of my excuse for him. Go for it. He didn't know until three hours before the game that he was going to pitch that day. Yeah, and that's a tough. I think that's a tough situation to be thrown into. I think so. I mean, I've never been an MLB pitcher. Uh, no, not yet. But I can I can imagine that that throws a wrench in your game plan. Also, like I don't yeah. know, he's young. He missed some pitches. It's I don't know. Right, right. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't it's fine. Great. I, it I did still make did. me feel really gross inside, but it's all right. We got out of it. Yeah, I think I think it'll be fine. Like I don't, I, I'm not actually worried about Lusardo. Like I was just kind of bummed that he had a bad game. Yeah, same. Um, like I, I think he's a rookie, right? This is his what second start, third of his career, third start of his career. Like 
he's bound to have to miss pitches, right? And that's okay. Uh, it just does he correct himself and move on? Like that's yeah. that's the point of it, right? And the and the fact that it didn't cost us a game is awesome, right? Turn a learning experience into also a win is fun. I would have never guessed going into this series that with Lazardo, Manaya, and Fires being our starting pitchers, that Lazardo was going to have the worst game of the three. Yeah, how surprising was that? Very. Um, Man. Yeah, so that first game was pretty crappy, actually, for a while. We weren't getting anything. I think maybe yeah. we had one hit through six innings, and then... we had we Yeah, we had three hits after seven innings. Okay. Yeah, we got right, because we scored a couple of runs there in the seventh. It... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it wasn't feeling so good. And then in the ninth inning there, man, how about Gott, huh? He's pretty sucky as a pitcher. And M- MVP. <laughs> he was the MVP of the series. Dude, I I mean it was almost bad enough that I felt bad for him, but then I didn't. Um <laughs> But yeah, so he comes up and you know, you get the Matt Olsen solo homer and it's like it still felt pretty unachievable, right? Because at that oh, point, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was 7-3, and you're thinking, how are we going to get four more? Like, four more and runs is a lot Two of outs, runs. right? Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. So, you know, you get a couple guys on base, and then was it Chris Davis? He got hit by the pitch, and it was like, ooh, wait a yeah, second. Okay. When Chris Davis came up, I was like, oh, boy, we know how this is going to go. I will, say, I will say that I was actually impressed that at bat, Chris Davis – Looked pretty good. Um, let me go through the sequence here. He got a ball, um, then he fouled it off. Ball, swinging strike, hit by pitch. Like I don't know if <laughs> I, I like like I know that Chris Davis, his thing is power, right? And it's kind of pathetic that now we're thinking like, oh, like he's not swinging at balls anymore. Yeah. is a huge improvement. That's what we want out of him, I guess, now. Yeah. Like, that's sad that that's what we chalk up to being a positive. Hit by pitch is um, the best case but, scenario right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. But, like, he's not swing. He he seems to be swinging a lot less at things on the outside that's of the plate. That's true. I agree with that. He does seem to be he, – he is walking way more than he was before. Yeah. Or he's seeing a lot fewer three-pitch – uh, at bat, those, those right? were the worst. But today, I will say, <laughs> right. there was there was a pitch today where the ball like literally rolled on the ground over the plate, and he swung at it, and it was like, "What in the world just happened? <laughs> How did you swing at that pitch, Chris Davis?" He bowled. Um, okay, so this is what happened, right? This is what happened in the in that ninth inning. Matt Olson gets up, hits a solo shot. Mark Canna walks, which Mark Canna does because Mark Canna's. <laughs> Amazing Mark Hanna is my new hero. Like, I know that he's kind of... We've, we've talked about it basically every series, that his plate presence has been great and that his patience at the plate has been really good. But man, did that not show up in spades this weekend. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that walk was huge, right? Get the first guy on base. And then Robbie Grossman. Remember this, right? He... He grounds the ball to the first baseman. First baseman pretends like he steps on first base. <laughs> yeah, and doesn't fake out. Turns, <laughs> throws it to uh, a gold glover uh, and doesn't stay on the base. Tries to tag the runner, even though like he could have just stepped on the base and gotten Canna out. 
and the A's are still alive. It was amazing, right? Should have been over. That was huge. <laughs> yeah, that was huge. And then Chris Davis gets up, gets hit by the pitch, and then Stephen Piscotty. I feel like something else happened before there because weren't we second and third with when Chris Davis was up? Or is that not true? Um, that might not be true. Never mind. No, okay. that wasn't true. Yeah, and then Stephen Piscotty comes up, and it was it was so cool to see Stephen Piscotty hit that ball because you could tell how happy he was, right? You could tell like he gets he gets a hold of it and he does that little bat flip thing, but kind of like, oh my gosh, like I think I just did it, yeah. right? Like you can kind of tell in his mind, he's like, holy crap, it just happened. Um, did you have? And it was freaking did awesome. You, it really was. Um, did you have any concern that the A's weren't going to win the game after that? After that, no, no chance. I felt right? like the. I felt like the Giants were so demoralized at that no point. There was no way we they were, were going like, to lose oh. that game. Yeah, that's how I felt no, too. Everyone was, everyone was pumped, right? Even Sean Murphy gets up, hits a ground ball right after that. Then Marcus Simeon hits a double, right? Like it's not like things cooled off. Yeah, really, right? You get a single, a double, uh, right after that, and then Chad Pinder strikes out. Oh, that's Matt right. Chapman strikes out. Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman was two of our outs that inning, by the way. Dang. He was the first out and the last out. But it was an awesome inning. And and you know how it goes. Matt Chapman ends up scoring. And Liam Hendricks comes in, saves the day. Oh, by the way, Liam Hendricks was freaking amazing. Oh, dude, it was so good. That was fun. Because he was pumped, too. You could tell, like, he was so into it. And he was excited, right? And he came out just throwing yeah. fire. Because he was. it was like his slowest pitch was 96, I think, that whole inning. Yeah, he had three strikeouts, which was awesome. I can't believe he had three strikeouts. Uh, let's see here. I got the pitches right here for you. Um, the first first at-bat was a four-pitch at-bat, and then five, and then four. So he, yeah, he. let me see here. I'm trying to see if I can see any. The slowest pitch was, yeah, these are all fastballs he's throwing, 96.6. So good. That was great. Yeah. And then I loved it because like he was and so I... stoked on that last strikeout because uh, Yaz thought he didn't go, but then they called the strike because he like he had a check swing, but they called it a strike that he went around, and yep. Hendricks was screaming on the mound. He was so excited. Yeah. That game was amazing. Um, I wish there wasn't so much. Uh... I don't know suspense, but maybe maybe the suspense is what made it so much more fun. I know. I mean, it's tough because games like that. I think, man, there's no better way, there's no better feeling than winning a game like that. But man, I wouldn't want to go. Th- I don't like going through that again. And then the next day <laughs> happened. Well, what happened the next day, Luke? So the next day comes, we play the Giants again. This time we got Sean Manai on the mound, and you know what? <laughs> he was looking great. He goes. He, he wasn't he wasn't horrible, he right? He faced the minimum through three. And it was like, wait a second, we're through three innings and he saw the whole lineup once. And then you do the math and you're like, oh crap. That is a combination of right. we got the fourth inning and second time through the lineup. All right, Manaya, what's gonna happen? And the answer is runs are gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that yeah. He gave up three runs, two of them were earned though, right? Yep. So like actually wasn't horrible. No. Five innings pitched. 
two earned well, runs. Right. That's, like, that's pretty I, that's, good. That's the thing is, I actually almost expected them to pull him after that when he started having his little meltdown mm-hmm. at the beginning of the fourth, and they didn't. They let him finish, and then he comes out, and I then expected them to warm somebody else up to take his spot in the fifth, and they didn't. He came back out, and he had a great fifth inning. Yeah, that was that was probably that was a good decision. Um, and it's kind of funny because I mean, even the end of the fourth inning, right, was uh, he those three runs were scored with no outs, right? Yep. The next three guys come up and strike out, ground out, ground out, right? So like to bounce back like that in the middle of an inning is cool. I was good to see. And then the fifth inning was awesome. Yeah, strikeout, strikeout, line out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think this is sign. There's signs of life in Shamanai. I think so too. Be able to bounce back like that. In in any other ballpark, that probably wouldn't have been three runs. Um, it was you know it's the weird ballpark right. of how it rolled past Piscotti and went to the far wall and that sort of thing. But if you just look at five innings pitch, three hits and one walk, dude, I'll take that every single game from our pitchers. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, I'm, I'm feeling more optimistic about him. I know last time we talked, I was pretty down, kind of like give him one more shot, otherwise send him to the bullpen. Um, but I think this is—I don't know. I think this is giving him I more life. Right. I think this is giving him another chance. Let's try it again. Give him another chance. Keep, yeah, keep him going. Uh, all right. Um, so that was so Manaya, and then we had. Um, just to finish the pitching here, Birch Smith came in, who has always been good, yeah. right? He had he hadn't given up a run mm-hmm. yet, an earned run yet this season at all, and now he's here facing the Giants, who we just bought him from. Um, we paid them cash for Birch Smith, and so he comes out against the Giants. He pitches one great inning, and then he really he struggles in the next. He gives up three hits with three earned runs, and he gets hurt. Yeah. Uh, do we know if like the reason that he let up or had a bad second inning was because of the injury? I don't know the answer to that, but I mean it would make sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they said right forearm strain. He's on the ten day injured list. So yeah, that's a bummer because he's actually um, been a significant part of our yeah. bullpen this season so far. But I mean, at least it's not like oh crap, we got to shut him down for the season. Hope. Hope he comes back actually in ten days. That would that would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been awesome. He's a huge part of that bullpen. Um, it's a bummer that he struggled against the Giants. Would have been nice to shut the door on them two innings and had the last laugh kind of thing. But oh well, we did have the last laugh. We did. Okay, so then so similar things happen because Manaya gives up three runs. Birch Smith gives up three. We find ourselves in the hole again. It's 6-3. We're going into the eighth inning. In the eighth inning, it kind of felt like we had a chance here. And I don't remember exactly what happened. But I think we had a couple of runners on. And Chris Davis was up in the eighth. And Because I remember thinking, like, man, if we could just get oh, one. Oh, in the eighth, in the in eighth, the eighth inning. inning. And it was like, man, if we could just get one or two runs here, it will make it reachable in the ninth inning. But being three runs out is tough to go do in the ninth inning. That was my something that I actually said out loud during the game. Um, and then Chris Davis <laughs> did not do it. Um, it was a pinch hit right yep. there at the end, and he did not get it. He, I think he struck out there. And so yep. uh, end of inning. And so then we um, go into the ninth. Yeah, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say that that eighth inning, it was a Mark Canna leadoff double, right? So it was kind of that was kind of exciting. We had a guy on second, no outs. Yeah, and then yeah, then 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 it didn't go so well after that. But just like we talked about, the person that I kind of wanted to see have a good series, Mr. Sean Murphy gets up to the plate and hits a solo home run in ninth inning. It was so good. His second one of the year. Um, I'm just I was first pitch homer. Yeah, it was. I mean, and it was a great way to start that inning. It was just like, okay, let's just get this one closer, right? Three feels tough. Two feels doable. Um, and so, yeah. you know, get that one out of the way. He comes around. Uh, do you have the the play by play there? What is it? Marcus Simeon comes up. Yeah. So Marcus, Marcus, yeah, Marcus Simeon comes up, pops out to first baseman, Brandon Belt. Wah, I think it was wah. second pitch. Okay. So kind of a bummer. Then Tony Kemp hits that double into the right center gap. Right, the one that uh, Hunt. Wait, what's his name? Hunter Pence completely misread. Yeah, it was awkward, and it kind of just soared over his head. He, really he got a double out yeah. of it, which was awesome. Matt Chapman then comes up and he lines out to right field, which was a bummer because it looked like it was it looked like it was going to be down. Like it looked like he was going to get it for a hit, but uh, Hunter Pence got there. But Tony Kemp went to third, so that was cool. Uh, then Matt also gets up and he walks, which was an amazing, amazing. Oh, that was bat. a good at bat. Yeah, that was that. That's huge. Um, and then they pinch run. It's they good put to see Barreto, Matt Olson right? being patient. Oh, that's right. They put in Bredo for Matt Olson. Because the Mark Cannon comes up. Point. Yep, on first base. Mark Cannon gets up, works the count full. Oh, dude, it was right? such a good at bat too. With two with two outs, right? So he's down to the last strike last of the game. Last strike. It's ninth inning, down by two, two runners on, two outs, full count. And the dude just throws it right down the middle. He lays an egg right there for him, hands it, serves it up to him on a platter. I, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. This one, because my notifications were turned off, was a surprise to me. And I, like, couldn't believe it. I mean, for a split second, I'm like, wait a second, is this replay? Are they, like, going doing the replay from last night? Like, what's happening? And it's like, oh, my gosh, he did it. And, I mean, it, ah, I was so worried that, like, maybe it wasn't going to be far enough or something, but it was. And it was just right over that wall. Oh, it was so good. Was fantastic. Mark Hanna. I, I do have a fantastic, fantastic tweet, by the way, from that night that I want to share with you. Okay. Henry Strollman. I'm sure you guys all know Henry Schulman. Uh, what does he do again? Is he uh, he's a beat writer for the San Francisco Chronicle, right? Um, I don't. Know. He's a Giants fan. He's a, he's a pretty obvious Giants fan. Okay. He tweeted before the end of the game, before the ninth inning. He said Kapler is going to let Gott get right back on whatever it is that bucked him off last night. You have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? Kapler did it, and it was freaking awesome because we scored those three runs, four runs, four runs off of Trevor Gott last the yeah the second game, which was freaking awesome because it's the one we scored all the runs off the night before. Dang, oh, it was good. It was uh, good, and it was the same thing. Yeah. It was like in this time being up with the lead. It wasn't even to tie it; it was to take the lead, and it just kind of felt it. It felt like a walk off, right? Because it was like. This game's over. Yeah. It's so over. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Giants. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hendricks came in and closed it up again, right? 
perfect. Just perfect. Yep. Um, let's talk about today's game. Because today's game was interesting. Yeah. Um, our guys just hit the ball like crazy. And I got to give it to Chad Pinder. who's the He's the one that came in and he made the difference, right? He came in, pinched hit in the fifth inning. And he's the one that kind of led off all of that home run derby. He really on, did, right? yeah. Um, let's see what happened here. Sean Murphy walked. Marcus Simeon lined out. Chad Pinder pinched hit for uh, Tony Kemp, right? Because they got they, had, they did a, a pitcher switch there. First pitch, hit a home run. And then it goes single, single, triple, walk. This is amazing. Home run. So, okay, so a home run, single, single, triple, walk. Wow. Then a pop out, then a home run, then a double, then a home run, <laughs> then a single, and then a fly out. It was a, that was an amazing It was a really inning. fun inning. And it's funny because uh, my wife, Lisa, she was out of the room for most of this inning. And then she mm-hmm. came back and she saw the score and she's like, wait a second, what? And I was like, yeah, dude, you missed so much. <laughs> Everybody hit home runs. The whole team did. Uh, it was, yeah, it was. I, I don't know if it was actually the first, but it almost felt like the first time we had one of those where it's just like, yep, everyone's going. We're, everyone's doing it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone everyone was hitting well. Chad Pinder was um, three for four I, today. Chad Pinder, yeah, he had, what do you have? He had a home run and a single just in the fifth inning. Dang, yeah. The guy's amazing. I'm, I mean, I love Chad Pinder. I know that like he struggles sometimes and it's kind of a bummer to see his numbers and, but like, I don't know. I love this guy. I love Chad. He had a single, a double and a home run today. Yeah. And he didn't play for the whole game. Right. He came in in the fifth (laughs) inning. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Um, Matt Chapman, two for five today. Uh, Matt Olson. How about this? Okay. So Matt Olson comes into the game with seven straight home runs, and then hits three singles today. Yeah, that was awesome. That's awkward. Kind of cool. I didn't see that coming get, at all. Get that batting average up. Yep. Um, I, Steven Piscotti's home run. I just want to talk about that for a second. Um, that was his farthest hit home run and his hardest hit home run of his career. The thing was an absolute bomb. Do you see how far that Four, thing went? 450 feet. It was 455 it yeah. went up to where you order uh, food in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, and like the kind of the deep part of the outfield, right? It's not like it was down the line. Right. It was left center. Like that thing was deep. That was way out and there. And that was that was yeah. Uh Marcus Simeon hit a home run, which was awesome because he hasn't really hit many home runs this year. He had two in this series, by the way. Right. He only had one this season so far before this series. Right. So I have some home run numbers here All right. for the series. Okay, so Olsen hit two home runs. Fantastic. Um, that's what he does, apparently. And three singles, and three, right? And three singles, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Piscotti had two home runs. Yeah. One being a huge uh, grand slam. The other one being a three-run home run. So that was cool. Simeon had two home runs. Uh, Murphy had a home run. Canna had a home run. Pinder had a home run. We had a lot of guys hitting home runs yeah. this series. No Matt Chapman on that list. That's cool. No Matt Chapman. And no Grossman. Uh, okay, so Matt Chapman almost no had Grossman. one today in that fifth inning. 
That's how the inning ended. Remember, oh, the guy caught it at the wall. That's right. It was almost another two-run home run, which would have been so cool. And then Grossman, I feel like, had yeah. a close one. Um, it felt like it was there, but then he, it was yeah. at the wall in right field. It was, Yeah, it was caught at the wall. It sounded fantastic off the bat. Like, when he hit it, I thought, like, oh, my gosh, that's out of here. Because they were just talking about uh, Kipe and uh, Ray Fossey were just talking about maybe Grossman will put one into the bay. And he hits it, and they're like, oh, my gosh, there it is. And it was yeah. like, no, it was a fly out. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted that so bad. You got me really excited. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, I mean, in one series, uh, it's three games. The A's put up 30 runs in three games. Yeah. You average 10 runs a game? Let's do that all year. That's so good. They, uh, they're, things are clicking, I feel like. And, and, I, and I get that, like, if it weren't for Gott, we may have lost those first two. <laughs> like if they had a good closer yeah. and they weren't going off, you know, going back to Gott. I get it, but like part of a good hitting team is hitting when it mattered. Right. Right. They they all stepped up and they all hit when it mattered in those first two games. I mean, this is definitely the clutchest team in baseball right now. The A's are, which is great. I love yeah, to be I on think, this yeah. end of being clutch, right? Not on the receiving end, like the Giants were this weekend. But I will say, right. here's the other take of this weekend. Cause I know like the A's swept. Okay. Everybody was hitting. Manai was looking better. Fires actually did great today, right? Fires, what did he do? He went six yeah. innings. Yeah. He gave up only two runs. He actually looked pretty good. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of positives. So don't don't take this the wrong way because I do think that there's a lot of positives coming out of this. But this easily could oh, have been say? easily if the Giants just didn't have a moronic closer or a really dumb manager. We lose this series one to two to the last place Giants. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know if that's super debatable, but I know that people don't like to say that, except for Giants fans. Yeah. But yeah. And that would have, like, if that happened, if we didn't get these miraculous home runs, we lose this series. And let me tell you, whatever team it is that we're playing in the playoffs, is not going to have got as their closer. They're going to have a real freaking closer. And we cannot show up in the ninth inning down five or down three. It's not going to work when it matters in the playoffs. We got to figure no, that out. No, it won't. And um, okay. So I'm just going to, I'm going to go off of that for a second because I just want to make the case that like uh, maybe the A's are just that good. Maybe they are just that clutch, and it had nothing to do with God, right? Um, now I know that might be a stretch, but like God hasn't been an awful pitcher in the past, right? Um, like he's their closer, like he's a closer for a reason, right? Up until in August so far, he has had one, two, three, four, five, six, six um, appearances. Okay four of them before we went in there and played them. And those four, he pitched four innings altogether. He had one hit between those four innings, right? He's not a joke, right? Like he's not an idiot of a pitcher. Coming into the series, he had a 1.5 ERA as their closer, right? <laughs> and he closed against Texas. He closed against Colorado. Wait, he closed against the Dodgers and against Houston. He had a 1.5 ERA? 
Yes. He finished the series with a 12.86 <laughs> ERA. Yes, 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 he did. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, guys. Um, so, uh, yeah, up, in, up until we played him, he had only had one earned run in six innings pitched. One earned run, one hit. So you can blame it on God and say, yeah, like he's a horrible pitcher. That's why the A's won. But like, that's not really true. He's actually looked pretty good this year. Yeah. Like really good this year. And that's against good teams. Like I said, Dodgers three times, Texas once, Colorado, Houston. Hmm. Right. So I mean, it was his first blown save of the the season. And you know what's funny is even though he lost two of them, only one of them counts as a blown save because the score wasn't close enough in the first game to count as a save (laughs) to to even blow. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. (laughs) So I guess my my point is this. Gott is actually the best pitcher in the league. (laughs) And we just got to him. And we just got to him. We can repeat this again, you're saying. Great. I worry a little bit about it. Like, I don't... I don't love the feeling of making a habit out of going into the final innings down by some runs because you know how quickly that changes when you get to the playoffs of like, hey, but yeah, if we can just get through the starting pitcher and get to the bullpen, we're going to score some runs. I feel like this has been, I've had this conversation too many times as an A's fan. I remember having this conversation when we go play the stupid Tigers and Verlander would pitch. And we say like, man, yeah, but if we can just get him, get through Verlander and get to the bullpen, we can put up some runs. And it's like, you can't get through Verlander because he's too good and he's going to go eight innings and throw 120 pitches and we got two hits off of it, right? And so it changes a little bit when it gets to the playoffs. Right. It's not the strategy you want to go with. Um, And I think they... Maybe that's what their point was today. Maybe they had to make a statement and I, say, hey, listen, I love yeah, we, we can make statement. them some good comebacks, but we also can just clobber them in the fifth inning. I love that statement. We should make that the... statement all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I like the heroics at the end of the game. It's fun. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I do just want to, I just want to tout, tout, Cout. toot. No, not toot. toot. I don't think that's toot. it. Toot one more horn. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I just want to I I just want to toot one more horn for Grossman. Um I love Robbie Grossman. Yeah. Uh he is like the most solid hitter on this team right now and just is walking so much. It's freaking amazing. Um I love I, he has the highest uh OPS still on the team, 1041. Um I I I love him. He does, Tony Kemp. He does continue to be great. Love the series. Tony Kemp is so cool. I really like him. Yeah. He's a tiny love little Tony dude, Kemp. but man, that guy's got some fire. He's fun. I actually really like watching him play. Um, the one that yeah. I was a little bit disappointed in this season or this series was Matt Chapman. He didn't do great at the bat. At yeah, the, he wasn't plate, fantastic. Right? He was two for fifteen. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't fantastic. Not so good. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, not so good. But you know. It was, it's fine. Um, like as we've seen, Chapman will have a couple down games and then he'll pick it back up. Like he's not like he's kind of a streaky hitter, but like n- not so much that like it worries you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, the, 
the treble was this weekend he was swinging a lot like he had no walks so two mm. for 15 with no walks is just ah just doesn't man doesn't feel yeah great. it's a little troublesome i don't know i mean it's all right yeah. you're right i don't really worry about him that much but man that's not that's not a good series and then but like yeah. on the other hand then you have matt olsen who goes what was it uh five for 14 with something uh, with a walk, one walks? walk. Yeah, he had one walk. With one walk. Remember in the ninth inning of yesterday? Yeah, of yeah. Game. Oh, that's right. Which was great. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like we have a lot of hitters that can hit well. And so it's okay if Matt Chapman has an off series because then you have Matt Olson has a good series or Mark Cannon has a good series. Grossman has a good series. Chris Davis is going to have a bad series. Um, Scotty had a good series. Right? It's like there are so many hitting tools there that like, I don't know, the chances that they're all cold is rare. And the chances that as a team, they're hitting pretty well is they're, they're good chances, right? I mean, we've seen that. Mark Canna, it's, I, Mark Canna went uh, six for 12 with a home run. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six RBIs. <laughs> That's a good series. <gasps> that is a good series. He loves playing against San Francisco. In two walks. He really does. He loves that park. I mean, he even said it after the game uh, yesterday yeah. that he just loves playing in that park. I mean, it's pretty cool to have Mark Hanna, you know, from San Jose and Steven Piscotti from Pleasanton being the two dudes who put up those big home runs to take to tie or take the lead late in the game in the series. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. That is cool. Um, overall, fun series. It was. A little crazy, but it was fun. It was a fun series. I mean, I I was blown away when they pulled off that second one. That was, I mean, the first one was crazy, and then doing it back-to-back nights was just awesome. And then today's game was fun for different reasons. It was just completely different from the other two games, and it was also fun just to see them blow the Giants out of the water. Um, we also had Caprielian. Is that his name? Caprielian. Yep. He made his debut today. Yeah, he did. Two innings pitch. He gave up a and solo he... homer, but he looked great after that. Right. It was the yeah. It was the first uh, the first at bat. Right. Yeah, his third he gave up a solo home run to center field, and then yeah. he settled in and he was good. I mean, he got through the next six without giving up another hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's you know rookie. Right. This is his debut. Um, I think we'll see more of him, especially with injuries. Yeah. And uh, I, I welcome it. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know. Uh, is he supposed to be a starting pitcher? Or is he like a bullpen guy? I do not know much about this guy. I guess I guess I don't know much about him either. Um, but bullpen is fine. Stick him in the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Um, we, ha- we Oh, uh, one more person to talk about, and then I think we can move on, maybe. Okay. Unless you have more. Is no. Lou Trevino. Dude, he had a good series. He did pretty well, huh? How many innings did he pitch? Uh, two. Um, not that much, but he did pitch in both two. games. He pitched one inning okay. in the first game, one inning in the second game, and in both games it was, you know, one hit, no earned runs. It kind of looked good too. It was like a good one inning, and yeah. makes me feel good. Yeah. 
I mean, you know that he has the stuff, right? You know that he can be a good pitcher. It's just a matter of putting it all together and, and making it happen. It's just execution out there on the mountain, right? Um, and I think, I don't know, if we could have, I don't know, to have that same mojo you had back in 2018, it'd be awesome to have that extra awesome arm in the bullpen. I know I just said awesome like five times. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but yeah, I I think he can be a good I was going to say addition, but he's already there. He could be a good asset. Yeah, but I mean, it is really an addition calms down. because we haven't been using him. He hasn't been pitching, really, right? We talked about this last series. Yeah. Before last series, he'd only, we'd only seen him twice, I think, this season. And so if he's somebody that can come in and give us a strong inning or two, and we can count on him to get us through, that is going to completely change how we are as a team. I mean, we didn't have Petit didn't even pitch this series, right? I don't even think we saw him, which is interesting. Wait, we didn't see who? Petit. Oh, Petit. No, we didn't see him this series. Yeah. So, I mean, we got we got some arms, and if you could put in, I mean, Lou Trevino's been when we started the series, that was the one person that we trusted the least. Remember, we said that. Um, if that yep. if we could change yep. that, whoo, that would be huge. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to overreact to two good innings, but. It was two good innings, which is better than what we've seen in a, for a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so there had to have been some... I, I don't know if there's any... ...really good Giants fans that were excited about these games. Did you find anything fun online for some loser tweets, Ray? <laughs> I did find some good loser tweets. da 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 Da-da-da-da. I'll tell you what, yeah. I got some loser DMs from people that I'm actual friends with that are Giants fans, so not, not, none to read because Ooh, I feel good. like that I can't read people's DMs on the air. That would be inappropriate. Yeah, that's, that is inappropriate. Um, okay, yeah, I'll just go through a couple here, and I'll, I'll split these up because I have some from Game 1, some from Game 2, some from Game 3. Um, <laughs> embarrassing. An actual computer would be a better manager. Oh, the 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 uh, the theme you're gonna find here is Kapler sucks. By the way, <laughs> yeah, and the bullpen and 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 Gott sucks. Obviously, you're gonna see that a lot. Send the bullpen and belt to the moon. I don't know what that means. They mean like they need a belt to hold up their pants because gravity's weird there, or they mean Brandon belt. It wasn't capitalized. And why do they want to send Brandon belt to the moon? Has he been bad? I don't know. I think he hasn't been great, but he did hit a home run today. That's true. Uh, poor plays you can overcome. Poor management you can also overcome. Poor plays and poor management you can't overcome. <laughs> Time to drop Craw and Belt. Can't trade him. Trade Cueto. He's got great value. Give Kapler another year, but this team better be doing many more defensive drills. So we talked about it actually before the series started, right? That like uh, there were like a lot of times people were – like their pitchers were leaving in the fourth or third inning. Yeah. Like giving up one or two runs. And it's like, what, what are you guys doing? Um, and we saw that like there are a lot of unearned runs from the Giants yeah. this year. And I think we, I think we saw that. We saw, and, we uh, saw a little bit why that is. Yeah. See, they, yeah. They definitely yeah. had some uh, suspicious fielding situations going on there. Yep. Yep. 
The Giants aren't a great team. That's fine. Um, here we go. That was game one. Game two, there was this meme, right? And it's the scene from Moneyball where Billy Bean says, the problem we're trying to solve is there are good bullpens. There are bad bullpens. Then there's 50 feet of crap. And then there's the Giants bullpen. I like that <laughs> one. That was a good one. Um, I'm I'm a start a petition to trade Gott, Fire Kapler, and Scott Harris. Who's in? That was, that was wow, a good one. Who's in? I, I like that. Like they're trying to yeah. Start a petition. Rally the troops on Twitter. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> this one DFA Gott, and while you're at it, DFA Kapler. Nice. I've never seen a team DFA their manager. They should do that. They should do that. That'd be funny. Uh, <laughs> absolutely p- pathetic. Why put in Belt and Crawford? Defense? Highly doubt it. <laughs> belt average, 234. Flores, 317. Crawford, 228. Solana, 433. And yet they bat in the eighth. Belt, strikeout, shocker. And B. Craw on the ninth. Fly out to the ninth. Jeez. That was a long tweet. A lot of numbers going on there. <laughs> that was a long That tweet. was the most confusing tweet I've um, heard. Okay. <laughs> I like the confusing ones. They're good. Yeah. Um, really good. <laughs> oh yeah. Then I obviously I read Shulman's about they should put uh, they should put Got back out there. Uh, this person says, "Oh, sorry, that's not one." <laughs> this is LMAO. I'm gonna punt Got into McCovey Cove. <laughs> I mean. I, I can't even imagine how frustrating this series would be to be a Giants fan. When you feel like you have a yeah. chance, back-to-back games, and you blow <laughs> not just a lead, but a huge lead in two games in a, a row. A five-run lead in the ninth. Oh, my God. Amazing. It's bad. All right, we got some more because we had game three here. This one, uh, I'm trying to figure out what the insult is here. I am canceling my season tickets until Ferran Zabadou and Gabe Kapluzer are fired. <laughs> Wait, who was the first person? Ferran Zadudu. Okay. I don't know who that is. I don't, yeah, I don't know who, but I'm sure Dudu was part of the insult. Amazing. There. I think so. I don't think that's his well last name. Well played. <laughs> This is a good one. This is lame. The only reason Oakland won is because the umps bailed them out with balls and strikes. Imagine if Harden got the calls Oakland gets. He'd average 90 points per game and have 13 championships and MVPs. Whoa, time out. Okay, hang on. There's a lot to unpack in that. Because, first of all, I actually didn't... I felt like there was suspicious ball and strike calling in both directions. I felt like Lazardo got totally... Mm-hmm. shanked by it where he was throwing strikes that were getting called balls all day so okay that's number one number two <laughs> you're trying to make the argument that Harden doesn't get called by the um like if you're trying to relate us to Harden but then saying that if Harden got the call I don't even understand that because Harden the thing that he's known for is getting a lot of ref calls so what are you even talking about yeah, but if he got the calls Oakland did, he'd be even better. And 13 championships, which he hasn't even been in the league that long. That's amazing. That would be really impressive. Uh, 
Giants relievers should be charged with endangering the lives of these poor, innocent sea creatures from all the splash hits they've given up this weekend. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. That's a good that one. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Giants have now given up uh, four, uh, 20, or sorry, take two. Giants have now given a home run in 20 straight games, a franchise record. Hey. Actually, Wait, <laughs> actually, it's only currently 19 games, but I didn't want to have to update this tweet tomorrow. <laughs> so that, was, that was a good one. That is a good one. And hey, at least they're accomplishing something. That's good. Congratulations, yeah, yeah. San Francisco. Good going, guys. Um, that's it. There's a couple other tweets that I saw, though, that I thought was fun. Trevor Gott may have had the worst back-to-back games for a reliever I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree with um, that. <laughs> That is just a fact. It's pretty. That was pretty bad. It does have um, to be one of the worst. Yeah, one of the worst back-to-back performances ever. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me, I don't know if you remember this, 2014, when the A's got Jim Johnson as their closer. Um, and the very first two games of the series, or the season, we were playing the, uh, the Mariners, and he gave up the lead lone saves in those first two games Ooh. and the A's go 0 and 2 and they should have gone 2 and 0 and I remember thinking that was horrible and I think he was out of a job after that <laughs> you think you think God's still there you think he'll ever pitch again dude he recorded <laughs> yes, he'll pitch he again. only recorded one inning and he gave up nine earned runs in one inning of pitching dude that is an 81 ERA that's bad. That's not good. That's not a good one. No. But did you see what Kapler said after the second game? He said, he's still our guy. Oh. He is our closer. That's smart. We're going okay. back to Yeah, him. you can't change that so. midseason. That's against the rules. Yep. Okay. Well, let's now turn our attention to the AL West. We're going to do around the division. Division, division, division. This is where we do a very confusing and repetitive summary of what happened around the AOS. Are you ready? This is my favorite part of the show. Are you ready for this, Ray? Do you think you can keep up with this? Yes. The Astros yeah, let me get my pen out real fast. host the Mariners in a three-game set this weekend in Houston of all places, and they sweep the Mariners thinking that it might help them catch up to the A's which it did not. They gained zero games on the Athletics this weekend by sweeping the Mariners. The best thing that they could have done still did nothing for them. All right, the Mariners, they went into Houston to play the Astros, and they got swept three games to zero. Oh! Bet you didn't see that coming. That's a surprise. The Mariners suck. All right, the Angels. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the headline of that one. We all know it. Okay. We, we, are, we were all thinking it. Um, the <laughs> Angels, oh, they hosted the Dodgers. Did you see this? In what was mm-hmm. a not-so-great series because they lose it three games to zero. Also, the Angels get swept, which doesn't make me feel good since we just got beat by them um, right before this. So they got swept by the Dodgers at home. Not so cool. The Rangers, do you know who the Rangers played? Do you remember this? The Rangers played the Rockies yeah. at the Rockies. You know who won this? The Rangers won two games to one against the Rockies. 
The Rangers are looking good. I know. Are the Rangers? They kind of are looking good. They are. They've won. Um, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. This is the counting portion of this episode. Six, seven. They've won seven of their last nine games, the Rangers have. So they are actually looking pretty good, including some great wins yep. against a good Rockies team on the road. So that's the Rangers. That is your uh, uh, recap from this weekend to give you the standings of where we're sitting. The A's, of course, because we're awesome and we're the best team, are in first place, not only of the division, but of the entire league. And not only of the entire league, what? but the entire both leagues, the whole major leagues, baseball. <laughs> um, they are in first place, the best record at 16 and 6. Second place is the Houston Astros, who have now won four games in a row. Um, they sit at a whopping 11 and 10, four and a half games behind the A's. The Rangers are just a half a game behind them, sitting at an even 500, 10 and 10. Like we said, though, they've won seven of their last 10, seven of their last nine, but also of their last 10. Same. Um, I hate when people do, like, the seven of the last nine. A's have won 14 of their last 16 games. It's like, okay, so 14 of their last 17 also? And it's like, yeah, that's true. Um, you just you pick the numbers that make it look the best, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't stop and say four of 16. It's like, yeah, but they also won the, the one before the that, too. game yeah. as well. Yeah, you wouldn't do yeah. that. Um, you wouldn't stop And that. then you do the other thing, too, like in the losses. It's like, yeah, they won. But it's like, why are you picking 16? It's like... Tell me how many of their last 20 did they win? Because, I don't know. Anyway, uh, the Rangers, they're at 500. So that's actually pretty solid. Um, they're just right there. They're five games behind the A's. The Angels kind of struggling. They're dropping out a little bit farther down. They're 7-15. and 15. That's a 318 win percentage. I don't think we have to be too worried about them catching up in the standings this season because they're nine games behind us. Um, that's quite a ways to catch up. I'm not saying it's impossible. And then the Mariners are just a half game behind the, the Angels at 7-16. and 16. So there you go. That's the ALS standings. Now, on to the next part, which is this week for the ALS. The Houston Astros have one of these fun 2-2 two two, four-game series against the Rockies. They're playing two at home, two on the road. So we'll see how that goes. It'll be interesting to compare that with how the Rangers did against the Rockies just now. The Mariners mm, yep. also have a two and two. I think everybody does this week, actually. Yeah, it looks like. I think so. So the Ra the Mariners have a two and two with the Dodgers. Two on the road, two at home against the Dodgers. These are all international. No, what's the word? Interleague games. International. Yep. yep. Mariners, Dodgers. The Angels are playing the Giants. Two at home, two in San Francisco, and then the Rangers are playing the Padres, who are actually a good team. Somehow this year. Eh, kind of. They've lost like four in a row now, right? Oh, have they? Oh, five in a row. You're yeah. right. Okay, maybe they're not a good team. Phew. I was a little bit worried that maybe that uh, they were going to be good with uh, <laughs> Jerickson Profar. So the Rangers are playing the Padres, two at, two at home, two on the road. And then the A's, of course, which we'll get into next, are on the road. Two on the road, two at home to play the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so the first game, we don't have matchups for the entire series, by the way. No, we do not. Uh, they've only named the two pitchers for the next two games, right? Yep. Uh, so tomorrow's game, which starts at 8.40. Oh, what? my gosh, that's a late game. It does not start at 8.40. Oh, no, just kidding. That's 6.40. That, that's... <laughs> You're right. It starts at like 6.40. I was like, wait, what the heck? 
Uh, starts at 6.40 p.m. <clears throat> this is in Arizona. Yeah. Chris Bassett is taking on Zach Gallen. Fanakis. Um, Gallen Fanakis. Uh, Zach Gallen looks like he's actually pitched pretty well this season. Um, I was looking at some of his numbers today. Uh, he has a uh, – sorry. He has a 2.74 ERA on the season. Yeah. Um, he has pitched – okay, so his first game, he didn't do super hot. I mean, he did okay. He went four innings. But then he went six innings, six innings. Last game was seven innings and two earned runs. He hasn't, he hasn't given up more than two runs in a, in, his, in a game. So he looks like he's pretty good. He does look good. Um, this, is, but, this is his second season, right? Last year he pitched. He had a two eight one yeah. ERA after 15 games. He was on two different teams last year. He played for the uh, Marlins and for the Diamondbacks, and nobody on our team has hit against him. So we have no stats on how we do here. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, we got Chris Bassett, though. Chris Bassett has been awesome. Um, he's had one kind of rough game, and that was against that dang Angels lineup that was on fire that week that we were there. Um, I'm excited. This will be a good matchup. I think there will be a lot of good pitching, a lot of swings and strikes, a lot of ground outs. That's what happens. Um, it'll be interesting. Uh, yep, that's exactly <laughs> that's right. right. Chris Bassett, I'm excited <laughs> to see him again. I actually really like he's one of the ones that I look forward to. It's like I look forward to Lazardo, yeah. Montas, obviously, and Chris Bassett. So it should be good. I'm excited to see this one. Uh, yeah, I don't really. The think... second game of the series, we. Oh. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I don't really have much else to say other than this first game is our last game without Ramon Laureano. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. We didn't even talk about that. That We went 3-0 and without Laureano so far, which is pretty good. Extend his suspension. Just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> game game two of the series, we have Frankie Montas. Hey, he's back. Yeah. What happens? Do you I'm think... glad he's back. Okay, just oh. as a human... I kind of have this opinion or this theory because they don't like sports injuries. It always feels like they're bigger than they are. You know, it's like, Oh, you know, uh, like I think in basketball, it's like, Oh, somebody twisted their ankle and you're like, Oh crap, twisted your ankle. That sounds horrible for basketball. And it's like, yeah, but like, I mean, you twist your ankle all the time and you wouldn't say it's horrible. And it's like, yeah, but you're not going to go play basketball on it tomorrow if you twist your ankle, right? You twist your ankle, and it is probably going to take you a few weeks before you don't feel it at all when you try to go run on it. So it doesn't True, have to be a but major. I still go to work. In- What's that? I still go to work yeah, with the twisted ankle. You still go ankle. to work with a twisted ankle. But uh, uh, if I broke my like, if I broke my fingers, I would be really hard for me to work on my computer. Um, so, like, I, I think it doesn't. It's easy to underestimate or like feel like, wow, the injury, man, I can't believe this guy's going to be out for three weeks. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, just think about it. Like any, it doesn't take much to be feeling something for three weeks. Okay. Take with that in mind, think about Frankie Montas being said, hey, he has, what was it? Back or something? Back tightness. Back tightness. Upper back tightness. He's not pitching today. Maybe we'll see him later this series or if not next series. And it's like, okay, wait. So what happens that you have enough back tightness that you can't pitch today, but you will probably be fine in a few days? And it's like, 
Dude, I don't know. He just slept on this pillow wrong. That's all it takes, right? If you wake up in the morning and you're just, That's probably true. And you're just like, oh, my back is just not feeling good today. And I'm supposed to pitch today? And then it's like, yeah, you call up your manager and you say, look, today's not the day. It's not going to happen. I messed up. I used the wrong pillow. I folded it in half hot dog style instead of a hamburger. And now my net back's hurting. And so it's going to have to happen next. It's going to have to happen in a few days. I think that's it, right? It's not like a, you don't have to be worried probably, about something yeah, probably, like that. That's true. That's true. It probably is something small like that. I was thinking of today, I was trying to hit a fly with a fly swatter. And just from my aggressive swinging, like I should probably be sidelined for the next two weeks. Yeah. My, my right shoulder's a little sore. So I, yeah, I feel like the fact that he missed a couple days is zero to worry about, I guess is my point. Right. Um, and yep. plus extra wet rest. So that's great. Uh, so yeah, Frankie Montas is back. Dude's a stud. Excited to see what he's got in this game and uh, pitching against. He's, he's going, <laughs> he's going up against Luke Weaver. A stud. Who is not good. Good. Uh, at all, <laughs> he, he can't be 11... as he can't be as bad as his numbers, right? I don't know. He has an eleven point eight five ERA. Um, the best game he had this season so far. That's better than God. Just three innings pitched. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the best game he's had so far this season was three innings pitched, allowing two runs. <laughs> so good game. Here, here are his. I'm just gonna go through his games real fast. Three and a third, six earned runs. Four, six earned runs. Three, two earned runs. Three and a third, four earned runs. Oh, so he's not good. Oh, this is gonna be a fun game against Frankie Montas. Yeah. How do I put all of my right. life savings on this game? <laughs> Don't do it. It seems like a no-brainer. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna jinx it. Oh, sorry. He's gonna have the best game of his life. I feel like we shouldn't do this. I feel like I don't know. we shouldn't put Frankie Montas in this game. Can't we put Manaya in this game? Hasn't been long enough, huh? No, no. But maybe we could put uh, Caprielian Yacht in this game. Oh yeah. No, or put um, put Mengden in this game, and then <laughs> yeah, it's not a put, bad idea. Push Montas no, you, back. You, you need to get Montas in there because you can't give him too much rest. No such thing. <laughs> I've tried. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't tried hard enough yet. Um, but yeah, this guy is just not good. He's got a 2.12 whip on the season. Um, so he gives up gives up a lot of walks. And you know what? And you know who's going to be sucks. ready to crush him is Ramon Laureano. Laureano. <laughs> He's going to be so anxious hey, to nickname? get in there. What nickname do you give Ramon Laureano? Do you call him Laser Ramon or do you call him Noodles? Um, I remember Noodles was his nickname at first, but I don't like Noodles as much as I like Laser. Noodles doesn't sound like a positive. <laughs> it sounds like when you're making fun of somebody and you're like, no, 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 I'm not making fun of you. It's a cool nickname. And you're like, it doesn't sound like a cool nickname. Um, noodles doesn't like sound good. My friend in high. I feel like he doesn't get a like, nickname. I don't know. I, I mean, everyone calls him Laser Ramon, which is fine. I just don't... I don't actually... I tweeted this one time, and then, like, people thought it was funny, I think. But, like, I was actually kind of being serious. What do they mean when they say Laser Ramon? Is it his arm? 
Is it his batting? Is it his running? What is it? I've always thought it was his arm. Okay. That's always been my take. But who knows? But then I see like Maybe people tweeting free. it like when he hits home runs. It's like, boom, laser Ramon with the laser. And I'm like, wait, I thought it was... I'm confused. I don't know. It's everything. It's all It's all of them. Yeah. Don't think too hard. Okay, I won't. You're going to hurt yourself. Um, yeah. I'm excited for the series. Uh, the next two games will be in Oakland, but we don't know who is pitching yet. But we will probably know uh, before those games start. I mean, I, I think we kind of assume that for the A's, it's going to be Lazardo and Manaya, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably true. That's probably what it is. All right, great. Well, this is gonna be a fun series. Who are you? Uh, is there anyone on the diamond Diamondbacks hitting wise that you're worried about? What should we know about the diamond the Diamondbacks oh, team? I don't actually know much about the Diamondbacks team. Uh, we don't ever see them. I feel like. Um, no, but I don't. do know that Stephen Vogt is on that team. Yes, he is, and I believe in him. I, and I also know that Cole Calhoun is on that team, which I hate Cal, Cole Calhoun. Yeah, I don't like Cole Not Calhoun. Not because I – I mean, I like him as a baseball player. I think he, like, I would love him if he's on our team. But I don't know how many times he has robbed the A's of fantastic hits by his fantastic defense in right field. He drives me crazy. I was so happy when I heard that the Angels traded him, so we don't have to deal with that defense anymore. And now we have but to play this here we are nationally playing, playing him. Yep. Um, I I will say about this team because I looked up some of their numbers because I was curious because like you I don't really know anyone on this team, um, except for Stephen Vogt. And I actually think uh, what's his name? Isn't uh, oh crap, uh, pitcher. What's the pitcher's name that's on the Diamondbacks this year? Oh, Madison Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. Isn't he on there? Has he been playing? Yeah. Are we gonna see but him? I think- I think he's I think he's injured right now. Oh, is he? Yeah. So I don't think we'll see him this week. Okay, so here's some here's some numbers for this. So Cole Calhoun, obviously we know him. Uh Steven Vogt. We got some other guys. Uh they have really high batting averages. Uh who's this guy? Uh K Marty. Marte? Cattell Marte. Marte. Dude's dude bats 337. And then his brother, is this his brother? Starling Marte. They bat back to back. I don't actually know. Starling Marte. Um, That's 351, followed by uh, David Peralta. Bats 321. They got three guys in a row batting over 300. And I'm like, dang, that's rough, right? They got some batters. They got some hitters on this team. But if you look at their other numbers, I mean, I think it's all singles because. the first Marte brother Slugging. only has one home run on the season. Starling Marte has two. Peralta has one. And Cole Calhoun has uh, six. So his batting average is lower, 237, but he has six home runs. So it's kind of weird where they got some people that bat high batting averages but no home runs. And then Cole Calhoun that doesn't have a great batting average. I mean, it's better than – I mean, it's, it's decent, but it's not fantastic. But then you got Steven Vogt, who has one home run this season, um, batting 200. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Do these guys actually hit as much as it looks like they do? 
Are they getting lots of singles? Is that how I they score know. their runs? It's weird because like it's such a foreign concept to me as an A's player that like they're getting runs through singles, and it's like what? In the, how inefficient <laughs> of a way to score? Why don't you just hit a home run and then it's done? You get the point right away. Hmm. I wish I would have thought of that before. Yeah. You mean if I just hit a home? I should just hit a home run every time. Matt Olson. It's like knows. on uh, Happy Gilmore. It's like right? when Happy Gilmore yeah. hits the hole in one, and he's like, I should just try to get it in the first shot every time. Yeah. You just hit a home run, and then you don't have to make it around the bases. You don't have to, like, think about stealing or any. Like, of course we have no stolen bases. We only hit home runs. That's what happens. <laughs> exactly. All right. I'm excited for the series, though, because we don't see the Diamondbacks very often, like we said. And it'll be fun to see some new faces and not really have any expectations. Do you think they put cutouts in – cardboard cutouts in the pool in their, in their stadium? That would be exciting. Oh, I hope so. Uh, cardboard probably wouldn't last very long in there, though. Plastic cutouts. Just my guess. Maybe infl- oh, inflatable plastic. dolls. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Um, yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is, is going to be good. It's going to be a weird, a weird week because of everybody in the AL playing everybody in the NL. And it will it could change some standings in some weird ways. And I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Right, because as it is with AL teams playing AL teams, everything kind of moves together, right? Right, right. This is... this person loses one, so this person wins one. Mm-hmm. This one, it could be like everyone in the AL loses. Yeah, we could all lose all the... three games. Um, I mean, it seems unlikely, but we could. And it will be interesting to see because yeah. you kind of want to calibrate of, wait, who is better? Is the NL better than the AL in, in, in the West or what? Mm. The thing that's nice is that this week yep. we're the ones playing the Diamondbacks who are 500. They sit in third place of the NL West, whereas a team like the Angels have to play the Dodgers and the Astros have to play the Rockies, who are both doing well. So it's great to see those guys knock down a little bit. Yep. Okay. Uh, very exciting stuff. This is exciting. This is going to be fun. Uh, don't forget, guys, uh, tweet at us and let us know if we said anything stupid. I will say this. If you guys want to know how influential my Twitter account is, um, I replied to a reply this week. What? And my tweet got liked by one Dave Stewart. Oh, holy crap. You know who he is. <clears throat> so, you know, we're kind of we're kind of big. Uh, you know, we... We're not just nobodies, apparently. I thought we were, but we're not because uh, Dave Stewart's, you know, interacting with me on Twitter and stuff. So hit us up on Twitter. I'm still Man Chap Fan, and you are something. Uh, I can't remember what yours is. The A's of Diamonds. Come on, that's our show. Oh, yeah, the A's of Diamonds. The name of the show. That's right. Come on, the A's of Diamonds. Yeah, follow us there. Um, tweet at us. We're having a lot of fun during the games, it's been really cool. A's fans are fun online, so it's been good. That makes me happy. And, uh, you know, we're going to be doing a lot more of this. So let's keep it going, A's. It's the, this is the year. I actually feel like with the destiny that we had, this is what Dave, uh, Dave tweeted. You know Dave. Um, you know, he called it the team of destiny. And that, you know, this is the year for us to win a World Series. It really feels like it. It's our chance to do it. It's an awkward year, 2020. Oakland has been, you know, doing lots of things this year. So put another, put a World Series in that list. It's going to be kind of cool. 
Yep. A very exciting year. Um, I'm glad we're playing baseball. I don't care that it's 60 games. If we win the World Series this year, we win the World yeah, Series. Yeah, we're hanging that banner high. Right over oh, the yeah. stupid Raiders logo. That's where we're going to put it. Good. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys soon. We'll see you this weekend. Be going after this series, going into the next one. Um, and go A. Let's take a little trip down memory lane. My brothers played nothing but the big game. He's 14th and 73rd. That's where the slang is hung tight, selling birds. And if you go to Brandy Park, don't get caught slipping, quickly pop the caps a little more. at the dark. And right across the way is a hood called Brookfield. And all over the bay, they all know about the 6'9 Viz.